Welcome to The Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today, um, today, this this is a sequel, I'll say, but this is like the new generation. This is a sequel of my, my conversation with the Hot Sauce Artist Collective. This is part two, Electric Boogaloo. You all are too young to get that reference. I'm sorry. I am an old person, but I want to welcome you all on and I'll, I'll start off with... Um, Brenton, and feel free to just chime in. Um, give the fine folks your vital stats. Uh, please introduce yourselves, your background, and describe your work. All right. Thanks for having us, Rob. Totally. Um, I guess I'll go first. My name is Brenton, um, a new member of Hot Sauce. We just joined in October of last year. Um, just joined Alpha. Alpha, really great, successful like summer um, with all his awesome projects and pop-up. Um, events but um just a little bit about me i uh, recently graduated from Tufts university in 2020 uh, with a degree in uh, digital art um a lot of my work is just really experimental work so i'm really just trying new things with digital software and just weird things you know weird ways to create really interesting abstract work um, one way you could think about it is like i like to just imagine if like digital material like files or videos or just code or something like that like uh has like this organic property that could rot so if you can imagine sort of like decay and um just uh decom decomposing things uh, just that in like a digital mindset which uh describes best describes my work um so i'm just constantly thinking of new ways to like make really immersive visuals through um interactive uh, software or just like really compelling 2d images too um but yeah that's that's a little dive into my work um i guess for a day job i'm tech support at micah so if you see me there i'm just chilling there helping out Oh, I'll I'll hit you up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tech support, tech support, Mike. Mike, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll hit you up. Yeah, yeah. That's, there, there are always needs here in, in terms of tech. Um, Kara, do you want to chime in? Okay. Yeah, I also went to Towson, graduated same time as Brenton, and my major was art and design with a concentration in painting, drawing, and printmaking. And at the moment, I'm working in paintings and printmaking. I'm doing a lot of portraiture right now with a lot of focus on texture and layering. Um, let's keep the party going. Who, who's next? Who wants to go next? I know Alpha wants to go last. <laughs> I can go. Um, my name is Ayo. I go by Ayo. So I have no art background besides culinary art. I like to cook a lot. Um, <laughs> Valid. <laughs> yeah. I went to Salisbury University. I graduated in 2018 with a Master's of Science degree in health. Um, so how did I find out about hot sauce? Um, I know Alpha from um, a fellowship that I'm a part of. Um, and then from there, he was telling me about it. And I was just like, oh, I really like, you know, I want to discover more art and things like that. So I thought this would be a great way to explore more of the art world. Um, so this is why I'm here. <laughs> um, but yeah, currently I'm an administrative assistant for a private um, mental health facility. Now there was one. <laughs> I guess I'm, uh, <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Jen. Um, I am a multidisciplinary artist. I tend to experiment with a lot of different things. Um, 
But my background is mostly in painting, but I started started to like expand into installation and all sorts of different things. And um, I say that I'm like my medium is uh, is anything and everything. I'm consistently inconsistent. So just whatever feels right, you know. Um, I graduated from Mike uh, uh, in 2021 with a master's degree. Um, I got my MFA in community arts and I met Alpha just around like the Baltimore art scene. Like a couple of my uh, friends and colleagues at Micah know Alpha. Um, and I started going to hot sauce pop-ups and I, I thought the work that they were doing was phenomenal. And I was like, yeah, like, if you ever need anything, you know, I'm around. <laughs> so um, that's kind of how I sort of got involved. Um, I, I have too many day jobs to count, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, one of the one of two, I guess, two of the more prominent ones that I'm working on right now is um, I'm a public art consultant for uh, the city of Laurel. And I'm working uh, with the Greenmount West Community Center on a really important project uh, called the Bell House Community Build. If you want more information on that, um, I'd be happy to provide it. But it's a great initiative, um, more public art focused. And um, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Thank you. Alpha. <laughs> hello. <clears throat> hello. Hello. So I'm Alpha. I am the founder, one of the founders of Hot Sauce Artist Collective. Um, so I study painting, drawing, and pre-making at Towson University. I graduated like 2019. Um, so right now I am working as a full-time artist. So I make charcoal uh, drawings. Um, and if you haven't seen my drawings, check it out. Um, I do have a solo show coming up, Shameless Plug. Um, <laughs> so You're kind of early. Definitely check, <laughs> definitely check that out. Um, yeah, so like everyone said, uh, we've been successfully like making like pop-up shows uh shows and events around the city for the last two years um and i'm just grateful to be you know to have a new group who's uh very ambitious and very hungry just as much as i am um to just make baltimore a cultural center yeah well thank you for that alpha it's great to um have you back in the place to be so um, the way that I'm going to try to do this is a very kind of open forum or what have you, just so everyone has like a chance to basically get yourselves over, talk about your, your thing. So um, so um, feel free, whoever wants to start off here, but I want to get, get this sense. Um, so in terms of the, the, what motivated you to pursue the style of art you're in, whether it be culinary art or what have you, what pursued you to what, what what encourages you to pursue the type of art that you're working in, and maybe the themes in which you kind of explore regularly. Um, for me personally, I used to be a painter, and then when I graduated, um, I kind of like looked at the landscape of like the art space, and there's already a lot of painters, so I just wanted to stand out. Um, and I do charcoal so well, it looks like a painting. Like a lot of people really do not know it. my charcoal drawings or uh, our drawings. Um, and when, you know, they get to see it in person, they're like, wow, this is like mind blowing because, you know, like it looks like you're a painting. So uh, just like stepping outside of that box really pushed me to want to do charcoal. Yeah. Um, for me, I really enjoy cooking a lot. So just putting uh, my creative side to um, putting my creative side together. So, you know, the food and then being creative with how I 
not the best at tweeting, but I'm getting there. So that's why I'm kind of like into that whole field of culinary art. So, so what do you, so Ayo, what do you like? to make though because you know I, i'm a food snob and you you, you got see i'm just, it's like you know we have like the teacher and they're picking on that one student it's yeah. like you mentioned food you mentioned culinary arts and now you have fake chef rob lee here that's like so <laughs> so so what do you <laughs> so but okay so how would you d- describe your like type of cuisine that you really are like you know what this is my signature thing i like to like do like like fish i like to do vegan food what is your your kind of signature I like learning how to make cultural dishes. So I learned learning about um, other cultures um, as well. So that I think for me, I like to. That would be my like signature things, like making different cultural dishes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I've been focusing on like the duality within people a lot through my layering. Like I put a different eye on top of a face and animals, things like that. So, so in that what. What resonated with that duality? Like, does it, is it, oh, it's like, are you a Pisces? Are you a Gemini? It's like, oh, yeah. it's, okay, <laughs> boom, guess. boom. Uh, I love it. So you're coming up. I love it. I love it. Um, Jen, you got anything? Sure. Um, I don't know how to explain it. So like, my, <laughs> My mind is a, a, a minefield. There, there's a lot going on in my brain. And um, sometimes the only way that I can express that is through um, my artwork. And it's it's just as chaotic in my mental as it is in my work. So that kind of like, I, I could never like settle on one particular medium. I think that's kind of what drove me to try a bunch of different things and just do whatever feels right. Just following my natural impulses. Mm-hmm. Um, subject matter wise, I tend to focus a lot on like identity and um, just like the nuance of the world around you, just because um I, all of those things make up who we are and I feel like it's so important and, and it gets so overlooked sometimes in conversations. So I kind of want to like refocus and like bring it back to, to that kind of um, uh, a thought, you know? So I, I like to make work that kind of reminds us of those, those spaces and places. There, there's one I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at, you can't see me, but I'm looking at you, Brenton. What do you, what do you have? For sure. For sure. Um, I'm totally into digital art, but like, you know, the more computer aspect of it, I'm really interested in computers and technology. So just kind of seeing how they take and like kind of what inspired, you know, the creation of certain technologies. Um, one thing that's been just rattling in my brain for forever is just like, what, what are these machines like based off of, you know, cause we can always like think of, see like structural objects or like instruments or just like, furniture that kind of derived from something else and Mm -hmm. so you know there's probably a clear answer for like what these things are based from but like i like to think about you know what they're related to in terms of like humans and and um you know what kind of connection they like weird parallel they have with um with us like you know what what kind of computer parts do what and like how do our like organs function just weird stuff like that weird parallels i'm trying to draw um but yeah, like some of that really inspired me to like learn about computer science and just like coding and what that's like. And it's just like a like very interesting world of just um, what makes machines tick. So like, you know, 
but yeah, I guess like a main driver of like my work is just like discovering um, just parallels between like nature maybe and then technology. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not nature, but just some other thing that I'm thinking about, but just trying to discover, um, you know, what it, what it means. <laughs> so, so you're, you're seeking truth and there is a, I think a unifying factor between nature and in tech. And we all, we, kind of assume that they're not similar because one, but there are systems there. There are systems that lead to, let's say, vegetation growing. There are systems that lead to a script running and producing whatever, producing an output. Um, I'm a data analyst in my day job. so um, And I immediately thought of this movie, um, Ex Machina, where it's like this person, they do a really good job on this person making her look like a machine and all of this. And then you find out in the director's commentary and the behind the scenes that all they did was just look at old, like muscle cars for inspiration for that. And it's like something that is anachronistic, right? Like this mm-hmm. doesn't fit this future technology or a person, but they connected those two things. So I was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. People are seeing those connections in different ways. Like this is a human, not necessarily a machine. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll we'll throw this one back at you, then we'll bring it to the group. Um, so in terms of like work that you've either worked on or work that that you've seen, is, is there one that really sticks out as like a seminal piece that you're like, that's art right there. That's something that's creative. Whether it's something that you've done, something you've experienced, that you're like, oh hell yeah, that is that's what I'm looking for. That's that makes me feel something. What, what comes to mind for you? That's kind of a hard question to answer because, um, like, I'm relatively new. Like, I've been an artist for, like, three years now. So, like, you know, I'm still figuring out what works for me. But I do, like, have a piece that I really was uh, strong, felt strongly about. Um, it was, like, uh, it was supposed to be uh, part of, like, a BFA exhibit for Towson. So, like, my final, like, my final piece for the school. Um, but, unfortunately, COVID uh, canceled the show. But like, I had a really awesome installation plan where I was using technologies like an Xbox Connect and um, the software called Touch Designer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I just use that as a way for motion capture, very organic motion capture, because um, it uses infrared. So it's like really, really good at seeing what's in front of it and like what to how to manipulate that. I was really excited for that piece, and um, you know, I'm still experimenting with weird technologies like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's one of the pieces that I've uh, felt very strongly about that really kind of tied what I just talked about together. COVID, 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 just get <laughs> yeah. in the way of you trying to be great. Like I feel like COVID has been like a double-edged sword, though. You know, mm-hmm. like when <clears throat> when COVID first happened, a lot of like the gatekeepers and stuff, you know, kind of like um, like left their positions, you know, because they didn't know what they were doing anymore. So it allowed a lot of and I might get in trouble for this. We're talking about the gatekeepers. Spicy but, alpha on hot sauce. What are we doing, <laughs> sir? Exactly. But, you know, that allowed, that opened a lot of spaces for, like, you know, emerging artists like myself to really step into those spaces and really show people, like, exactly uh, what, you know, young people are capable of. Because for a long time, like, the art space has been like an echo chamber where it's just like, it's the same thing you're seeing and hearing every day. 
And so, like, you know, COVID has allowed, like, young people to really step up and show people, like, yeah, we can do this and we can do it a little bit better, too, you know, if you really ask, <laughs> in my opinion. But, um, you know, but on the flip side, you know, it has been really terrible when it comes to, like, people losing their jobs, family mm-hmm. members and stuff like that. So it's been, like, really bittersweet, um, you know, for me personally. Um, and for me, like, to, just to answer the question you asked, um, the recent piece I'm working on right now, um, if you've uh, seen it, I posted it on my Instagram. There's a young lady wearing, a, it's actually Monica, wearing a, a bunny mask. Um, that was like a breakthrough because I was really struggling on that piece. You know, like I was just like, I'm going to tear this paper. I was so angry at that piece. And so I just took like a Conti crayon and just started like making marks until like something else like came out of it. Um, and that's the beauty of like art making is just like, is there is no one way to actually arrive to your answer, or arrive to what you're trying to say. Um, and funny enough, like I used to make pieces like that in college where I used to like cover uh, the figure face. I saw like wearing this mask and again i'm, t- I'm touching on deeper to a topic wearing these masks you know trying to fit in and stuff like mm-hmm. that and so like it just brought me back to to that space and you know like what mask am i wearing right now in the season of my life trying to like you know fit in or even like evolve or whatever am i not being myself so that piece was definitely like a breakthrough for me yeah yeah, uh, that that reminds me of this 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 book, um, or it may have been a, a short story that I read in high school. Like we we all wear masks, and I ignored it. And then when I revisited, because I believe this thing where it's almost like Mercury retrogrades and such, it's like, oh, I think I'm good with this. You know, you're coming back to it, right? You know, you're not good with it, right? So it's like I thought I was good in understanding of this presenting the representative uh, wearing a mask and trying to fit in that uh, fake it till you make it kind of thing. And then I think as I was like a, an adult, I was like, I need to stop wearing this mask. This is how I'm going to, you know, keep meeting people that don't really fit what I'm looking for and don't fit people that I can connect with. And once I took that mask off, I'm able to meet cool people like you all and have conversations and such and really, you know, fellowship and build bridges or what have you. So yeah, I think when you get rid of the mask or the idea of a mask, you can really do some powerful and good stuff. Let's, let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about, um, public spaces, um, in terms of, uh, when it comes to art making, what, what's the importance of like public spaces when one is trying to make art? Because, my understanding and what I've seen, like with, with hot sauce overall, it was just like this stuff is out there in the public for people to, you know, kind of absorb and be a part of and, and see. And that's how a lot of people, I think, became aware outside of like Instagram and all, but became aware of what's going on. It's like you guys are in the community. So tell me the importance from your you know individual perspectives, the importance of seeing art, being around art in a, in a kind of public space, but specifically in Baltimore and around. Kind of jumping off of like, you know, what we were kind of talking about before, right, with, like, gatekeeping and COVID and, like, these very uptight sort of spaces, right? Like, one of the things that really resonated with me um, when I was first introduced to Hot Sauce myself was just how accessible it was. It was just out there. Like, anybody could come through, you know, the, they had, the, it was just these young artists just doing it for themselves, like, putting their work out there, 
you know, the, the you know, the gatekeeping and that 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 restrictive sort of uh, notion of these like very, you know, closed off, rigid white wall galleries like that, that just disappeared. It was just out in the open. And anybody could come through. Um, I, I was really inspired by that and like moved by that. And I think that, you know, um, kind of making lemons and the lemonade here, like, you know, dealing with living in COVID that gave us the opportunity to do that because at the time, um, you know, we, we, galleries weren't open like that. We didn't know that we could gather safely yet, you know? Um, but now that we are starting to reenter those spaces, I still think that there's such a relevant, spot and a relevant space for work like this and displaying work like this and interacting directly with the community because it's really it's it's putting the artists and the artwork and the curators like in the hands of the community like we're, we're touching we're reaching out and touching folks you know what yeah. i'm saying so like um I, I think that that's kind of at the heart of what it is that we're trying to accomplish here and and there's still such an important place for that and lots of room for that um that I guess like traditional art spaces may or may not be um, providing in quite the same way where you can get direct feedback and input from the people who are, you know, living and working and moving around you. I, I, I like the way that you said that. Um, and I think it's 130% valid in that. Well, that's a specific number, 130%, but I think it's like super valid in that I think our artists for the, people or what have you. But I think a lot of times when you have this, the gallery set up and it, it feels very exclusive, it feels very, there's only a chosen few that should be here, what have you. But when you're like posting up and having an installation that's outside in like West Baltimore, or what have you, people are like, what's, what's happening here? And then that's how you're able to have dialogue and conversation and like kind of have those, have, have that connection that I think gets missed a lot of times when you have that kind of gallery thing, you can't have a, at least the, the belief is you can't have a common person there. And I can speak on recently, I went to the first opening my, I've ever gone to. And I was like, I'm not sure I belong here. I think I need to put on a dress shirt or something. And I've interviewed most of the people that were, were there, the different artists that were there. So I definitely felt that vibe of this is, I don't know if this setting really works. For, for me and what I'm trying to get out of this, I'm trying to just enjoy the work and maybe talk with the artists or talk with different artists that are around here. And while I was able to do that, it just never felt quite comfortable. Yeah, and just to, just to add to that also, you know, I feel like homeless people a lot of times do not really get to experience art. And I feel like art is something that everyone, no matter of your 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 um, your status, like your class or whatever, should experience art. When we started doing hot sauce, um, a lot of the places that we like set up our, um, you know, outdoor galleries, you know, a lot of homeless people were around. And funny enough, like there are a couple of times where homeless people actually helped us uh, like set up um, and they were just grateful. They're like, man, like, you know, even I sleep right on that spot you are right now, but I'm grateful that you are here and you're able to like, you know, base feel um you know my space feels safe and you're able to make my my like bring something else into my life that i'm not just like you know like down or whatever like there was this other guy who actually um i posted a, the the photo on my instagram he actually stood up and called his mother it was like mom they're like black kids out here you know like making art you know like and he was telling me it's like i always wanted to be artist as a kid but 
just a lot of things went wrong. I went to prison for so long and, you know, I just lost hope and stuff like that. So just like, you know, making art like accessible to everyone is very important. Um, yeah. Thanks. That's, that's, that's great. It's great to hear that. Um, anybody else have anything to say before I move to this next question? And this will be my last major question. Then I'm gonna get to the fun questions, the ridiculous, like rapid fire questions. I hope you get ready for those. Um, so being in this kind of collective, this, this setup and being a part of the larger, like artist community emerging and otherwise speak on the importance of working within a collective and working within a community locally. How has it been for you um, in terms of, has it been super collaborative? Has it felt like clickish? Have it felt like, yo, this is, it's too many weirdos here. How has how it, how has it felt for, for you specifically in any of you feel free to chime in here. I mean, so far it's been really good. Baltimore is very amazing in the sense of everyone wants to work together. Um, but, you know, sometimes you do run into like gatekeepers and stuff like that. However, like the experience has been, I've experienced more on the good side than the bad side to be like, you know, like this is, but it's a lot of like learning. A lot of people are learning in the process, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's, it's, it's very good because, you know, like people can be uh, transparent with you as like, hey, man, I don't know what I'm doing in this area, but we can figure it out together. Um, and the good thing about working together as a collective with, you know, these guys, um, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. And a lot of stuff I may not be able to do, you know, cause I'm just in a lot of places right now. Like, uh, these guys can like literally like do all those things. And I, I can like go to bed knowing that everything will be taken care of. And, you know, like it is, they're learning from me as much as I'm learning from them. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I don't know as a young man. So it's just like, you know, and we've had this conversation on Instagram where I was like, as a, as a young man, you know, like there's a lot of things I'm realizing. I don't know, bro. Like, and, and I desire to learn. So it's just like having people, you know, in my circle, you know, who just like, we're, we're still young. So just learning from them is very important to me. Yeah. Strength in numbers. That's, um, it's big. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I steal from every guest that I have on here, like, yo, tell me something I can use for my own thing. Like, give me those gems. So I'm, I'm being honest. I'm stealing. I mean, I'm old, but I'm stealing. Yeah. I'll chime in next. Um, I think, the key word with, with what Alpha just said was learning. And like, you know, that's, that's all I'm really here to do. Like I want to learn as much as I can. I'm just trying to soak up all the knowledge I can. And, um, just, you know, tying around what we just talked about in our previous question is just like building communities and just seeing how they work and how we can, um, you know, uh, share our knowledge, share our experiences with everybody else too. Um, like it's very important that I, I try to do that coming off the heels of just a very like reclusive, like winter last year. So, you know, like this is just kind of the community I'm, I've been looking for. So like having this opportunity has just been really great. Just, just learning every detail and like, you know, just even like the most mundane tasks, like I'm, I'm finding some value in that too. Um, but I guess like as a collective, as, as, as us, like, you know, the original question was more so like, how are we gelling with each other and how are we working with each other? I think it's been really great. Like we're all pretty receptive people. We all seem to have very similar goals and, and, um, a dedication level that's very apparent. So, you know, I'm, I'm think we're all fitting, fitting in really fine. And, you know, we're all really just bonding through this experience and every new, new event we do, every new series we do is just a learning, uh, learning experience, not only just in the art field, but just ourselves and like what we 
can bet how we can best contribute to like the collective and how we can see it grow outside of our own involvement here so it's always just thinking about how we're going to pass it forward um well that's mainly just me like how am i going to make the next person um get the most as much as i did so um that's kind of one mindset i'm thinking about so rapid fire um because these are kind of geared to be around being one word answers everybody's got to be on so just just get ready just saying i've had people walk off the podcast i've had people ang- alpha you didn't have any of these when we did our interviews so you're uh-huh. nah, I, was, I, was lucky. I was lucky yeah, you were lucky you were lucky um so this first question um this is in terms of like what part of the day when are you at your most creative is it morning is it evening when are you at your most creative 3 a.m really yeah, for sure 3 a.m yeah, I like ideas at night, then make stuff in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, it's like the worst. Mine is the worst. It's like right when I want to go to sleep. So just nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say like afternoonish. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do this this has nothing to do with. Do you keep like a notepad or anything to kind of dry, um yes. like jot that? Okay. All the notepads, notepad. Yeah, sometimes I forget what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most fun when you have to like try to decipher what you wrote down. Like, like it's almost like you have like a dream. Journey. Like when I'm bringing a dream. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I have three on me at all times. It's a journal, a sketchbook, and my phone. So it's like anything to do, just like <laughs> that's great. brain dump somewhere. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not that organized. So like whatever <laughs> I come up with, I just like frank, I like try to like remember every time and it's the worst. But for some reason it works. So yeah. All right. Here's here's the next one. And this is eh, you know, just it's only one really right answer with this one, but you know, I'll leave it up to you all. So when you're working, when you're doing your work, when you're uh, in that kind of phase, what are you listening to? Is it podcasts, podcasts. audiobooks? Uh, 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 you got it right. Um, <laughs> podcasts, audiobooks, or silence? Uh, just whatever the real answer is. But thank you for saying podcasts. I listen to Afrobeats. <laughs> As you should. Chill hop. <laughs> As you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, go ahead, Bryson. Um. I'm listening to this genre called breakcore. It's pretty cool. It's like uh, originated from breakbeat, uh, a little bit of Baltimore Club. Oh, Baltimore Club. That's been so cool. I've been really obsessed with it lately. It's a vibe, yeah. <laughs> so cool. See, this is this is getting us high ratings in the Baltimore market right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the same. Uh, I think I like funk. Um, and then sometimes every now and then I'll, I'll sneak in a weekend because, you know, I'm, I'm a sad boy on the inside. But honestly, <laughs> I've been trying to detox because I'm like, I need to be healthy. I'm in love and all that stuff. I need to detox. So the weekend is no longer coming on on my playlist. But every now and then he sneaks in there sometimes. But um, I will have podcast music and white noise going on at the same time. It's like chaos. I listen to podcasts at like 1.5. So like really fast, I could just get through them quicker. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you focus. It's almost like when you're listening to like classical music or something when you're working, you're like, you have to key in on like, what's really happening here? Mm. Um, this is this is a fun one. I got one more after this. Uh, this is gonna be hard. Um, describe your work in one emoji. <laughs> I know. I know. It was three, and I was like, they're five. The of you, so. emoji with the 
the tongue out, but like the eyes are crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. The keyboard. I gotta. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh... Like the little uh, Galaga alien. It's like the purple, like related yeah. one. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's fire. Maybe the guy with his head exploding. That's like. <laughs> Based on what you said earlier, that, that does make sense. Like, I got a lot going on. <laughs> I got a lot going on. Yeah. All of our first ones, if we all had three, that'd be all that. <laughs> I like this one. I put it in the chat. I don't know how to describe it. Oh, yeah. That's another, that's another uh, a good one. <laughs> what, I'll, I'll say it's that. good, right? I also the sleepy emoji because I feel like people sleep on my heart, you know. Um, but uh, <laughs> but now I'll say the sleepy emoji because I, I have to when I get really tired and I'm half asleep. I don't know what it is. Like at four or five a.m., that's when like the creative juices just start flowing, and I'm just like, bro, I'm so tired. But it just starts like flowing, so I'll use the sleepy emoji. I like the way you said that in the beginning. People, I'm going to steal that in the next that conversation funny. I have. Yeah, <laughs> people are sleeping on my yeah. People sleeping on my podcast. Uh, so this is the last one I got, um, and this is this is corny. This is word association, but um, finish the sentence. Um, without art, there is nothing. Oh. There is nothing. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> yeah, there will be nothing because literally the way how this word was created is through art, like think about it creation is art so it's just like yeah there's like art is very important all right you guys are in unison i like it you are gelling <laughs> shows you a lot of your gelling uh so that is the conclusion of my questions but um i want to thank you all for being on this podcast and two um i want to invite you all to shamelessly plug alpha you've already done it um shamelessly plug we... whatever you want at Zoe Gallery, we're ha- we have a show right now, Genesis, mm-hmm. through the rest of this month. Yeah, you guys should come yeah. see it. Definitely mm-hmm. go check that out. And we are working with the we're working with Downtown Partnership and Visit Baltimore for the CIA tournament that's coming up. Um, and we're going to be showing some really amazing artists. There is supposed to be like five thousand or six thousand people coming through the city for the tournament. So this this whole showing is all about, you know, highlighting uh, Baltimore and highlighting like, you know, like dope artists in the city. Um, so that will be amazing. So if people want to come and check that out, um, all of the information will be posted on our Instagram. Um, it's this hot sauce artist uh, collective um, on Instagram and we'll just come up um, directly. And my solo show is in April, April 30th at UB Blake Jazz Center. So pull up on that too. <laughs> so um if there anything else we can uh we can wrap up here okay. oh right yeah so the other <laughs> other project i'm working on um at on instagram it's at bellhouse community build all the information's on there um and then each of our individual instagrams oh please i'll start so um i'm at uh nichelle my bell or at jen designs underscore either or is fine um passing the baton <laughs> I'm at artist Kira M. Uh, my at is at Brento Box, and the first zero, first O is a zero. Yeah, mine's a little difficult, but I'll spell it out. Mine is at O M O underscore. Yeah, I think it's underscore um, A Y O S O L A. And I do have a food page. Um, it's called Sweeter Than Honey. So you can check that out as well. So um, there you have it. Uh, I want to thank. 
Hot Sauce Artist Collector 2.0. New, the new yeah. breed for coming through. Uh, <laughs> I didn't share my personal. But oh, um, yeah. my, my, personal, my personal is Art on the school, on the school, nerd 19. Made it when I was in high school, so I judge. So, yeah. Um, again, Art on the school, on the school, nerd 19. And we're all on the hot sauce page. So if it's hard to spell yes. anything, just go there and click on all the things and uh, follow all of the artists. <laughs> so thank you all again for coming on to this podcast. And I'm Rob Lee for the Hot Sauce Artist Collective saying that there is art in and around Baltimore. Uh, you just got to look for it. Mm-hmm.